Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This book, as well as essays on faith, culture, politics, and philosophy, handles various issues connected. Some of the issues are political. Some are Christian. For example, I do, for example, one thing I handle in the books is the issue of abortion. And I explain that um, the issue of abortion is a, has been misinterpreted by the left, I think. Uh, the issue is the value of a person for Christians and for other people, maybe Jewish or other groups. I don't know. I can only speak for what I believe in. Uh, we, we, we say that every person from the beginning point to the very second, last second of their life has value. And the value that, that God places is so great on us that he will take a repentance in the last second of our lives. We have got uh, That is, I yes, think that's a very significant ahead. point. Uh, that's one thing I handle. I also handle a issue of, uh, uh, some some religious groups in our society, some are church groups or some are not, will pick and choose their their doctrines, their thoughts. For example, they may, uh, I think there's a group of a more liberal-minded people that may be very concerned about um, social action, about uh, helping poor people, and that, that is a Christian doctrine. There's no, no question about it. Jesus identified significantly with the poor and had a concern for them. As a matter of fact, the people that followed him were, were poor and underclass people, as well as the disciples. One was a tax collector, a couple were fishermen. They weren't exactly the wealthy top people in the system at that time. But nevertheless, he chose them, okay? So, um, uh, as I said, People will pick and choose. They will be for, I think, perhaps more, one of our liberal people will be very concerned about poverty, and and they will even extend that to people coming here illegally or not legally and being concerned about them in some sense. But they will not extend that to abortion, say, and, and gay marriage, which are which I believe uh, that uh, the, uh, the Christian faith is not in favor of. I don't think so. Uh, there are a number of, I have to say, uh, there are a number. Can I call you, Jim? You, wh- whichever, my friend. You're the guest. Keep talking, my friend. Tell us all about it. Uh, the, um, for example, the matter of, uh, of, gay, of gay marriage, uh, uh, obviously, uh, I don't think there's any issue in the Bible. It's in Leviticus uh, chapter 19, and uh, as well as uh, in the epistles of Paul, uh, that um, homosexuality is a, not an acceptable behavior pattern. Uh, so we Christians can't really uh, go along with gay marriage. I have nothing against gay people. I don't hate anybody, Jim. I mean, I have no hostility to any group. 
but I'm not about to throw away my faith for the sake of some political correctness. I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry, you know, that I uh, will, uh, I believe that um, gay marriage is a, to me, it's something that's not acceptable on a moral basis. But however, I, I don't have anything against gay people. I'm sure God loves them. He, he sent Jesus to save them as he sent him to save everybody else. And so I have every concern and love for them. But I simply am not prepared to to endorse this lifestyle on a moral basis. It's not that I dislike them. I don't dislike them. I don't have any hostility or hatred to anyone. But, I mean, it is clear the... The, the, the Bible is quite clear on this issue, and I'm not prepared to read out of it to be modern and secular and to be, frankly, to be, frankly, to be politically correct. I mean, so the book handles those issues, among others, and uh, um, I, I hope that your readers will perhaps uh, take a look at the books, Essays on the Christian Worldview, had a very wide uh, sales all over the world uh, and many, many, many major universities as well as essays on faith, culture, politics, and philosophy. I also recently wrote a book on the parables, which has recently been published, and I'm working on a book on the Psalms and miracles. So, and the sayings of Christ uh, in the um, New Testament. So I would hope they will uh, enlighten people uh, and I also do a lot of, uh, as you know, I have a podcast show, which has a Christian orientation, and I also have a uh, another radio show, a blog talk radio show. I have other guests on these shows. As I say, Jim, I have no, I don't mind people that disagree with me. I'm willing to discuss it and hear them and listen to them, and not necessarily reject their positions outright. But. Um, I have the on the uncertain uncertain issues. I'm not prepared to alter what I said. Is I think is the true faith. I'm, I'm not going to do that, you know. So and let me say this, Jim. This is I. I recently wrote a blog. Why Bible reading should be restored to the schools. And I got a huge response. A lot of people were very very angry at this suggestion, Jim. They were not happy with it. They said we should have, we have all kinds of religions and we should give them equal value, and that may be so. We live in a multicultural society. But um, the, the words of the Bible, whether you believe them or not, you don't have to believe the religious truth of the Bible to understand that the Bible contains extremely significant thoughts and ideas. Let me give you some examples. For example, in the second chapter of Genesis is the Garden of Eden story. Now, many people say, people have said to me the Bible is myths. People who are not, do not share my religious faith, are probably yours. And I'm, that's fine. They want to say that. But take a look at that story. That is God telling us in that story how evil and sin came into the world. And obviously, this is a very, very twisted and corrupt world, Jim. Uh, it's not that I, uh, I'm negative, but I think it's a realistic assessment. This is a world very much involved and, 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 and full of sin. That's it. It's a fact. There have been six genocides in the 20th century. 
you're not telling me that that isn't sin, that maybe I maybe I ought to uh, uh, go to another planet or something, you know. So uh, the Garden of Eden story to me, uh, a, a young person, if they are exposed to that narrative in the second chapter of Genesis, that will inform. That is God's way of telling us something went wrong, and what went wrong at some point that at a point which was outside of human history at this point, our first parents, we're told our first parents, were tempted and fell because of their pride. Maybe they, 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 we are told in that narrative that the snake in the form of Satan told them they'd be like gods. He appealed to their pride and brought our entire society and world down on that basis. So that to know that story is to understand something, is to understand the depth of what, that something went wrong, and there is something wrong in the world. That's it. Frankly, Jim, I don't know how you feel. It's, it's reason to me, when a young person is exposed to that particular explanation for how sin and evil and wickedness came into the world, how death came into the world, that's the, they, gonna, they are going to have a glimmer of that's of the truth, in my opinion. Okay? Let me give you another example uh, in the Bible. Uh, it was said of Jesus, who is this man that eats with publicans and, publicans and sinners? They couldn't understand that the Son of God, and that he, he is the Son of God, he's God incarnate, would choose to be with, frankly, unfortunately, where our society would define as lower class people. I don't see people that way. I don't believe in class demarcations, but he was criticized. They couldn't understand how this man could associate with that garbage, frankly, to put it that way. Okay? Uh, so, uh, Jesus had a significant identification with poverty and the poor. He says the poor in spirit are blessed. He says the poor are blessed. He makes no bones about it. He says, and our young people, if they are allowed to have Bible reading in the schools, and maybe in their families they may not have access to Bibles. I don't know what their culture is, and I'm not denigrating anybody, any other religious faith. But those statements, which I just told you in the Garden of Eden story and the poor being blessed, these are statements that are irreplaceable. They are the beginning of wisdom. They are the beginning of our understanding what's going on and what's important in this world. And yes, I support Bible reading in the schools for the reason I said that it brings young people to, they don't have to believe it. Nobody's got to believe anything, Jim. But in, in the Bible, they will be exposed, if they hear it, to things they will never hear anywhere else. That's my view. Would you like me to give other, other thoughts and concerns? Are you there? Jim, are you there? Hello? 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 Are you there, Jim? 
We have got a great guest with us today. Andrew joins us live here on our big broadcast. Now, um, Andrew, tell us a little bit about your podcasts and, and everything, how we find them. Give us all the details. Andrew, can you hear me? Build, grow, and enjoy. Andrew, keep talking, my friend. Tell us all about it. Okay. Uh, I gave you my views, some of my views, which I, they are not based. First of all, as you know, uh, the left, I think, the left-wing ideology will not correctly state what I just articulated. Uh, I'd like to move, move on to something else. Uh, what I, I am a, personally... I, I believe I am a backer of the policies of President Trump. And again, he is painted as racist, as evil, as uncompassionate, as unloving. And the basis of this, they will say, is, are we on? Andrew, keep talking. You're the guest, okay. my friend. You're here to talk. Tell us all about it. Say, well, he's opposing illegal immigration. Uh, he is enforcing the law, Jim. He is these, when a person, we cannot have a society, it's an outrage to even suggest it. Are you there? We've got you, my friend. If you, if you keep okay. asking, are we there? The, here's, here, here's the way this program works. We have the guest on, the guest talks, we let the guest talk. Okay. So... We're 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 listening to you talk, Andrew. So if okay. you you need uh, to, he is not racist. <laughs> he's not evil. He's not uncompassionate. And I suggest that uh, the the approach of the left wing ideology in this respect is incorrect. We should reserve. There are plenty of poor American people. They're all over the country. They're in Missouri. They're in Kansas. They're in Brooklyn. They're in the Bronx. There are forty five million poor Americans on food stamps, they deserve our consideration, they deserve our help, they deserve to be considered, and are my left, my liberal friends who I respect and love, as I do, the Jesus commands us to love our enemies, and anybody who might we have contact with, they're not enemies, we just have a genuine opinion, but nevertheless, um, our concern should be for are citizens legally here, probably many of whom are struggling economically. As I mentioned, Jim, there are 45 million legal American citizens on food stamps. And let me say something else. By, by taking the position that a person illegally here has some kind of right to be here, has some kind of uh, a, a legal right to be here, is an intellectual rage. They are really trying, what they are trying to do, and I say this with all due respect, and I have no hostility to anybody who differs from me here. It's okay. The world is full of different people, but they are trying to eradicate the idea of citizenship and replace it by, you come here, you get, you get rights. And not only do you get rights coming here, legally or illegally, mostly illegally are the ones they seem to be concerned about, they not only should they say they should have rights, but they should get medical care, they should get employment, they should get um, all kinds of benefits. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.